Welcome to our last Sunday Sipper episode of 2022. Lindsay and Cassie both here to talk about, yeah, 2022 in review. And, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about 2023 to be. Ah! <laughs> in preview. Um, yeah. So as we got talking about just catching up, I guess, over our last year and Cassie and I haven't had a whole lot of time to connect in the last couple of months because life gets busy. Um, but yeah, that kind of led us into this discussion about why our passion projects always get pushed to the side and how we set these amazing goals and intentions and have so much ambition at the beginning of the year and then come December it feels like it's all fizzled out and we're just beating ourselves up for the things that we didn't accomplish. But then when we flipped that around and looked at the things we did accomplish, uh, it was a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a busy year for both of us, I think. Yeah. And so I guess we want to just take a little bit of time to reflect on that and to give ourselves a little bit of credit and grace, maybe, for the things we did accomplish and the things that maybe we didn't accomplish, but let's dig a little deeper into why we didn't accomplish those. Were those even like realistic or aligned goals? Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no, I love the idea of that. And I, I think it's so important that we all take the time to reflect, whether it's New Year's, whether it's at the end of every month, whether it's a random Wednesday in July, right? Like I think reflecting on your past and especially in terms of your goals and your um, like wants and needs and all that stuff. I think it's so important and powerful because then if you don't actually stop and think about it, we don't take the time to congratulate ourselves and we don't take the time to realize what derailed us and why and is it important and should we reconsider. And yeah, I think this is a powerful exercise that we should all do and maybe more often than once a year. Totally. I know for myself, getting into this practice or exercise or whatever you want to call it of reflecting was pretty eye-opening because we live in this day-to-day -day world that's just always on to the next thing. And okay, nailed that, on to the next thing. What's my next goal? What's my next project? If you're stagnant or feeling stagnant, that somehow feels like a bad thing. But this period of reflection is usually where we get lots of inspiration or get a little bit more confidence because we realize like, oh yeah, we have actually accomplished a lot. Or you can at least see the lessons and the things you didn't accomplish or these quote unquote failures. Um, yeah. yeah, I think like you said, it's so important to get that knowledge and learn the lesson. I think so. And I'm admittedly really not good at this, but one of the things I think is important is what you just said, like having those small victories and, and feeling proud of yourself and feeling happy with what you've accomplished and being like, yeah, I fucking rock that. Uh, because if you don't, and if you're always feeling like you have to do the next thing or you're not doing well enough or you're not doing good enough or you just need to keep going, that is bloody exhausting, right? And then what's your end? Like if you're never happy with what you've done, what are your end goals? And do you think you'll actually be happy with achieving that end goal? Probably not, because when you achieve it, you're going to be like, ah, okay, I did it. What's next? Exactly. So I think that's really important and something that, again, I am so bad at. And my one of my goals, mind you, I haven't put this into, I guess, full articulation. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't articulated exactly what I mean by this, but that's one of my goals because I'm not good at that. And 
I know so many people this year have been like, for example, I paid off all of my business debt this past year within the first, I guess, 10 months of being opened. I paid off all the debt, which was amazing. But everyone's like, oh, that's so exciting. You should be so proud of yourself. And I was just like, yeah, I guess like, but I feel like I haven't done enough. Right. So which is so crazy, crazy because what startup business can say that they paid off all of their debt within 10 right? months? Like that is actually I huge. But I think, and I'm, I'm such a victim of this, like logically, I know that. And logically I'm like, that's fucking awesome. But you don't actually, I don't actually feel that. And so again, that's a me issue and that's something I want to work on. But I think reflection is one of the ways that we can start to get better. Because even if you... I don't know what's the Mel Rob. Do you know guys? Do you know Mel Robbins and her high five? Like I did something good to like high five yourself, <laughs> and then because like who else is gonna high five you? Because you're just gonna congratulate yourself. But I think if you reflect and maybe even if you don't necessarily feel it, if I say like oh good fucking job, Cass, like eventually I think you do start to feel it, right? Because you're like oh, I want my self high five. <laughs> and I think we do get kind of hung up in this idea that celebrations have to be something big and elaborate and maybe cost money or maybe be a gift to ourselves or something. But maybe the celebration is taking an hour to do something that you like to do and wouldn't normally give yourself the space to do on a work day um, or something like that. Totally. You know, it really doesn't have to be this huge thing. It's just the acknowledgement of accomplishment and celebration I think that matters the most I think so too and I feel like I may be going on a tangent so I apologize in advance but I was just have you you know Atomic Habits James Clear that book I was listening to a podcast with him and he was saying how a lot of people like their reward for a job well done is actually often something that's not in a line with what our goals and our identity want to be so like say you want to save money and so you do really well all month and you stick to your budget and so your reward is that you can buy a nice dinner out well now all of a sudden you're spending money and that's totally in misalignment with your goal and I think I don't know why I brought this up but I think like those little celebrations maybe we need to recheck what they are and maybe make sure that there's something that's in alignment with our goal so if if our goal is to feel proud of ourselves, then yeah, we should do not maybe go buy us some Lululemon, but we should do something for ourselves to make us proud of ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of a tangent, but. (laughs) No, it's totally not because that exact thing is something I've spent a lot of time on being more intentional and conscious of this year is that like embodying the feeling of something. And if you had said that phrase to me one year ago, I would have no idea what the fuck you were talking about. (laughs) But what I know it to mean now is you know how like when you're excited, there's a physical feeling that comes with that. Or when you're mad, there's a physical feeling that comes with that. That's, I guess, like the embodiment of the emotion is that physical feeling and the posturing and the behavior that goes with it. I think you can even sort of picture someone who is like excited talking about something. They usually like their hands are going, their chest is open, they're a big presence. Whereas when people are like sad about it, they're kind of closed down, their shoulders are slumpy, their actions are just smaller and more subdued. And so even that can be sort of be a way to get to celebrate these small victories. So like take that feeling of, 
like you said, maybe you crushed it with your budgeting this month and you're feeling like a rich, rich bitch. <laughs> I don't know why that just came to my head. I don't think about that crazy in my life. Um, but anyway, this rich bitch energy, uh, like where can you take that and how, like maybe you just dress really nice and go walk down the street. Um, you know, like maybe you don't spend money, you window shop. Uh, yeah to something that gives you that physical feeling to like kind of carry that forward. Uh, I think that in itself can be the celebration because sometimes we sort of like pack that all that excitement right back up and put our heads back down. But like, no, link that for a minute. I do. And I think so. And I think at least for me, like I said, it's exhausting never feeling like you're achieving what you want or, or not that you're not achieving, but there's always more to do because you're just never satisfied. So I think, changing that script and changing the narrative and the story that you tell yourself and the identity of it and making sure that you realize you are achieving these things all of a sudden you don't feel the weight of never doing enough because the truth is you've done a fuck ton of things yeah (laughs) and you start to recognize that internally so yeah I think it's really important that we do that totally I've been sort of half jokingly calling 2022 my year of this and that instead of my year of this or that because I'm typically an all or nothing kind of girl mm-hmm. and if I can't do it all then I'm just going to get paralyzed in doing nothing uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's held me back from doing a lot of things because there's this idea of if it's not perfect I can't put it out there and yeah, so now I'm kind of embracing this idea of this and that, that I can feel proud of this thing that's not perfect. And I can still want it to be better. Like one isn't yeah. mutually exclusive. Um, and that I think has created a lot more, I don't know, like space for this idea of, yeah, like I think you touched on this earlier. Sorry, I'm totally on a tangent in my own brain right now. And none of the words <laughs> are coming out. Um, <laughs> but this idea that I know these are big accomplishments, but I'm also not really feeling that or not really letting myself have that fully. Um, this idea of this and that feels like it lets me do that. Feels like it lets me appreciate the out the small accomplishments and still want the big ones to come I don't have to just stop at like okay I did the thing and it was all right so mission accomplished move on I think that's awesome because that's giving yourself permission to like you said celebrate the little things but not go all or nothing all the time and realizing that sometimes your goals might shift or sometimes you might need to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that instead of putting it all in one bucket we sometimes have multiple buckets in the works and that's just reality we can't like hyper even though you and I both like to do this hyper (laughs) fixate on one thing and one thing only and everything else gets fucking forgotten um and once that is done then we can look at the rest of the stuff um that's not life we can't just ignore our bank account and our friends and our clients so we can do this we have to work it all at the same time (laughs) exactly and I feel like that idea of like we have to get this thing done and then we can do x y and z 
I've like lived that life. I checked all the boxes 100%. in perfect order and it like there was still more that feeling of, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. I and same like I and that's maybe maybe I don't know how to articulate this into a goal but maybe that's something I need to look at too because that's literally been me I'm like no I go you know I graduate high school I go to university I go to university I do my master's I get a job and I won't pay attention to anything else in life and that's what I did right like no relationships don't happen in university they happen after when I'm ready to like commit and have time because I don't have time when I'm working and trying to get into fifth year school and all of this, right? So that's literally been me like compartmentalizing the whole life. But that again is not how life works. And yeah. Yeah. What if you could have this and that? We could have it all, Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So uh, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So then we kind of danced around the subject a little bit. And I do think we should talk specifically about some Vino stuff. But what are some personal... I don't know, goals, New Year's resolutions, what kind of things are you hoping to accomplish in the near future? God, how much time do you have? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Like I said, 2022 has definitely been a year of embracing some duality, both on the personal and professional front and trying to sort of bring all these like pieces or parts of myself that I felt like were floating around in different parts, trying to bring those back into like one person (laughs) Um, and kind of, I guess like get a little more centered in goals and patterns and blah, blah, blah. Um, So for 2023, now that I'm feeling a little bit more centered I feel like that even just gives me a better compass to navigate what I want to do in 2023. So like I said, I've been working a lot on embodying feelings. Um, I think a big one intention maybe more so than a goal for me in 2023 is to use that embodiment or that's not even the right word in this sense to use like, I guess my like gut feeling as my compass and to kind of make sure that my goals stay aligned because I think sometimes that's where we fall off the tracks we make these goals that sound really great but they don't Mm -hmm. really feel great when (laughs) we sit with them you know they don't really feel like they're advancing us or like getting us closer to whatever that next step is we really want they're just kind of like these little shoulds that we've picked up somewhere along the way I think so. Or they're just, maybe they are a goal of ours, but they're nowhere close to a priority for us. And that's why it feels yeah. inauthentic to to be working towards that goal because in our heart of hearts, we know, I don't know if I've ever said that, in our heart of hearts, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but, on <laughs> in our heart of hearts, we know that like, that's not what we truly do want right now. And that's okay. Like if, you know, every like society's gonna tell us our goal is to save money, our goal is to lose weight, our goal is to whatever, whatever. But it's okay if your goal is not to lose any weight this year. Like it's okay if your goal is instead to, you know, focus on whatever other thing actually will make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I think that is kind of my 2023 in a nutshell is go into it with this idea of following my heart of hearts to use that yeah. phrase. Uh, <laughs> we might have to find a new phrase for that. I'm not sure how I feel about it. 
Um, you know, of the two of us, Lindsay's the more, you know, heart feeling person and I am not. <laughs> I'll get her there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, on the personal front or maybe like overall front, that's the intention I'm going into 2023 with is to... I'll say live in alignment to use kind of a trendy phrase um but yeah yeah, do things that feel good not the things that look good on paper or sound good to my accountant um (laughs) and on a professional front I am opening my own clinic next week yeah you are so excited yeah, so I'm you definitely... like me, my friend, did this at the busiest freaking time of the year. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Next time you hear either Cassie or I say we're starting any new venture in December, just punch us. Stop, just us. stop that <laughs> in its tracks because it's been a journey. Oh god, um, right? Yeah, but it well, feels really cool. Awesome. Yeah, maybe you can kind of touch more on this and how the rest of the year plays out for me. But it feels <laughs> really significant to start it starting a new year. It feels, you know, I'm not typically a new year, new me person. Um, so I don't necessarily mean it in that sense. But it feels good to have this new space and new environment and new... I was going to say new everything, but that is contradicting what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, this new space to kind of hold this intention in, I guess. You know, it feels like a breath of fresh air in that way that maybe it is setting me up for some success uh, with Mm -hmm. this resolution, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you. It'll be a whirlwind of a year, but it'll be so worth it and so awesome yeah. yeah did you have that feeling this time last year of going into your oh my God, this time last year was insane like insane like I was literally here Christmas day but um I would say yeah like definitely having that fresh start it got a little clouded by just trying to do all of the things to get open like I'm actually um Lindsay can kind of see in my background I I'm painting my bathroom finally at the clinic right now which has had one door painted and the rest of it not painted for an entire year because <laughs> we just ran out of time before opening to do it and then of course you're like oh I'll come in on Saturday in the first week of January but then life is crazy so yeah I, I but so like busy which was great but it did kind of cloud that feeling but if I look back absolutely like it was so nice to start something new to have fresh paint on the wall to have this fresh you know new space and and place for all of our goals and everything to happen um and I think it was pretty it was pretty awesome and the thing that I found the most interesting is I don't know this sounds crazy because like I'm busy I do a lot for work and I like work off you know off hours all that stuff But I actually, despite that, I actually think of work significantly less owning my own business than I ever did as being an employee somewhere, which I think is crazy to think about. But yeah, and it was probably the coolest realization that I had. Yeah, that is totally counterintuitive. You think, you know, it's got to be mind all the time now. What do you think the difference is there? I think two things like I know I just tend to be this person that 
like, you know, you, I guess I, I, I have loyalty, all that stuff, like loyalty things. And I want to always do the best for all of the people. So I think being an employee, it was always like the worry, which is ridiculous. And that's my issue. But like the worry is, am I doing enough? Am I doing all this stuff? Whereas when you're owning the business, like you can actually realize like, yeah, I'm working my butt off and like, yeah, like to have balance, you actually have to have some time off. And so I think just, removing any guilt is a big part of it so that was a big part and then the other thing I think and I remember years ago I was trying to make this difficult decision I can't even remember what it was right now but someone once said to me you know when you make your decision when you finally make it you should feel an immense sense of relief and if you don't feel that immense sense of relief it was the wrong decision and I think that like I think having the clinic space just this intense like feeling of relief and like everything is as it should be so yeah so it's just that weight in the back of your mind that's just gone and you don't have to worry about it so I think that's probably a big part of it too like it was just the right thing like just straight up the right thing and that's why cool eh? yeah I love that what I'm hearing about is just like a sense of trust like a sense of trust in yourself and the process and that you're doing enough as you are yeah you get that to look forward to after the hours and hours of like work and hours and there are a lot of them you have to look forward to (laughs) yeah I feel like I won't be like fully embracing that sense of relief no I can't even say that I have been throughout this process it has been a whirlwind it has been yeah like periods of feeling like nothing's happening and then it feels like everything happens in 24 hours and I can't keep up yeah but even throughout that little roller coaster I can feel that it just sort of feels like everything's gonna end up the way it's supposed to like there's no sense in putting all that stress on myself because it just feels right yeah I love it, Lynn. You have some really lofty but amazing goals for not even lofty. Like do the things that feel good. That's not a lofty goal. That's like a great goal. And then I'm hoping that yeah. brings in some lofty achievements. I think it will. I have no doubt. Cause like your trendy word I'll use. Cause now that you're in alignment with all of the things, mm-hmm. then it's easier to do those lofty things. Oh yeah. We can have a whole episode on alignment and vibration if you want, Cass. I know it's totally up your alley. Uh... <laughs> okay, I can be the skeptic and then you can convince me. Okay. I feel like that's becoming okay. weirdly the theme of our, you know. <laughs> it is. But I'm up for it. I'm up for it. All right. Coming soon in 2023. Uh, tell us more about... Yeah, we kind of just heard a little bit of your 2022 review. Uh, What is coming up for you in 2023? What are you hoping for? What do we intend Um, to do? Well, it's it's funny. It's kind of the exact opposite of you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So your goal is to do things that feel good. And mine is to do the things that don't feel good. (laughs) And I'm going to explain that. Yeah, so please give us more context because right now I'm just picturing you like climbing uphill all year long. No, uh, I, honestly, that might be what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> no, I think my goal is, I mean, it is kind of that. So I always kind of reflect back and there's so many things I want to do. And a lot of times I have the knowledge to do it. 
but I either, you know, lack the executive function or the strategies or have some sort of block that just makes it not happen. And I'm going to do the thing I recommend to everybody and like stay the farthest away from myself. And that is actually go see a psychologist and work on all of the crap that I literally never wanted to talk about. I hate talking about myself. I hate talking about past stuff. I just, I hate it all. But I know that that's the shit you have to do to move past it and actually get the big things that you want. So like literally, I guess my goal is to, you know, do things that don't feel good because that's what a lot of it is, is to go through that crap that is holding you back and taking a scientific eye to it and figuring out why and doing some uncomfortable work and then moving forward with it. So, yeah. Yay! Oh, that's so huge. And I don't... It's so funny. It's so funny. I was, uh, I worked uh, anyway, and Wednesdays I work at the hospital and I have a wonderful group of colleagues and one of them is a psychologist and we were talking about something psychology related. Granted, it was a little extreme, this like type of thing. But she looks over at me, she's like, your resistance right now is palpable. <laughs> like, yeah, my body language is like, mm-hmm, like, fuck this. <laughs> and so, yeah, so it'll be an interesting journey. Let's just say that. Uh, I'm so proud of you like all you know jokes and woo-woo aside like that's huge that takes huge balls and like courage <laughs> to want to sit with any of that like I think most yeah. of us avoid it as much as we possibly can 100% but then sometimes I think that leaves you with that feeling of running away from yourself all the time to not sit with 100% that. A hundred percent. So yeah, so it'll be interesting. I'm both looking forward to it and not looking forward to it all at once. Yeah, yeah. when I made the appointment, someone I was it was via email, and someone walked into my office while I'm writing it. And I literally was like, you need to like, leave me for a minute. because I knew I wouldn't send it if I got distracted. (laughs) That even is like such a huge indicator, I think of like how dedicated you are to this that you're like, no, I'm not giving myself more opportunities right? to push this to the side. Which I totally would. So yeah, and then I've told a few people and like they've laughed and I was like, okay, my first appointment's on, I think it's like February 10th or something. And I was like, I was joking. I was actually joking. I said this, but like, unless I cancel. And they're like, no, we will kick your ass if you cancel. So see, now I have accountability partners. Now you guys all know. So I'm stuck with keeping it yes well how you can guide me through the ups and downs of your last 2022 and clinic life um clinic owner life I can help guide you through the sitting with the shit process (laughs) I've spent the last two or three years there and while it sucks you're totally right it's not easy there are some times when you just want to scrab the whole idea and run away, like physically run away. <laughs> uh, I can tell you it is 100% worth the hard work. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, I might be uh, knocking at your door, but I can't go that far. But yes, calling you, you if I need, you know, pep talks. No, I'm actually like, I'm ready finally. And I'm excited. And it should be good. And I know, like, I literally like tell everyone the benefits and how important it is and like sometimes like in nicer words than this but sometimes I'll tell clients like 
like you need psychology not physio and again nicer words than this but I'm like they'll give you the tools way better than anything I can do for you like the physical stuff isn't like what's going on um so yeah I I feel like I can't I want to live the things I'm telling everyone else to do so they all practice what you preach thing right so hard I think that's such a good point even though to just like as a quick aside for people that this idea of like your pain is all in your head so to speak doesn't mean that we think you're making it up but emotion and trauma and stuff there is so much science behind how your body holds that as a physical symptom Um, so sometimes there is almost equal or more contribution from the emotional mental stuff than any structural physical things happening and I think like like for a lot of people, it's scary. Like, like I said with me, I want to avoid it. Right. And so, but what I tell people, again, I tell people this, but I don't necessarily <laughs> encompass slash believe it. I do believe it, but I would say it doesn't have to be about reliving all your trauma. It's not, it doesn't have to be about, you know, going through all the crappy past. They just are going to be able to help with strategies. And sure, over the course of the time, maybe we'll talk about you know, stuff over in your past and, and how to work through it. But like, if you're not ready for that, they also aren't going to make you do it. So they can just help you do the things that you're ready for and help give you the strategies of how to move forward and whatever your goals are. So I think like, and I believe that's like a gazillion percent true. I know so many amazing psychologists and of course they're, they're going to meet you where you are and help you get farther. So for anyone who is including like I was before, kind of hesitant to do it because they don't want to unpack things well maybe start with just focusing on what to do going forward and as you get comfortable then you you know are finally going to be ready to unpack those things so yeah I love that it's really just about like connecting the mind and body again right like learning like the language that your body speaks because we all have put language in our heads about what everything means but it's not that comes from so many places around us and people around us and opinions around us whereas our body doesn't necessarily have that same conditioning I'll call it um so if we can just like speak the same language in our heads and our bodies Mm -hmm. figuring these things out becomes so much easier for sure and we like we're all human so we have stories in our brain but then if we actually stop and just are mindful of what's actually happening or be a little scientific and be like okay why do I believe this story what's the evidence for this story like you'll start to realize there is none (laughs) like right maybe I just made this up like not as obvious as that but you know what I mean yeah which kind of brings us back to this whole intention if you will of this episode um is that we create these stories like you and I were talking about what do we need to do next for vino and vaginas I'm like oh my god we've dropped the ball and we had all these great intentions and we failed at all of them and like that's the story we created when every mm-hmm. when we looked back we just talked about it you know we've each really built our businesses and ourselves and centered ourselves and blah 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 done all the inner work for the last year and so maybe that didn't look like more vino and vaginas content that we had hoped for but it was still working towards putting that out there and working towards like building a foundation for all of this 
yeah that we yeah it's such a story it's so that true. we failed um it so is yeah. and like like you said I guess because you and I again are black and white there is so we are all or nothing there is no in between and unless we check the box we've only allowed one option for said box then we have failed and I think yeah that's how we get along so well you guys because our brains literally are the same um <laughs> except again you're the more woo-woo girl but um <laughs> but it is it's hard it's hard to fit it in and being on vaginas is such a passion project for us and I know we talk about it all the time and even every text we exchange it's like how freaking excited we are about all these things but the truth is we've also been so insanely busy in our own personal and professional lives and so it did take a back burner at a few times and though we don't love that to be true we still did a bunch of the episodes we wanted to do and so I think that's where we give ourselves a pat on the back and reconvene and figure out how we can do more episodes for you guys because that's what we're passionate about, but in a way that doesn't make us feel like <laughs> we're drowning. <laughs> yeah, in a way that like it brings the passion forward and we do it from that like lit up, excited feeling as opposed to this like really stressy like oh shit I was supposed to record an episode last week and I didn't and now like our whole schedule is out the window so just fuck it we start fresh next year uh, <laughs> like which is kind of what we did um yeah but fortunately get... it was near the end of the year so, <laughs> yeah, so next I think year we made it to like life. October being really <laughs> great and then somewhere the train went off the tracks um, so again, we were summarizing this year as a failure when really, once we looked back, we were like, oh, we've actually done more episodes than ever. I took on a bigger role in the podcast. So like we've expanded what the <laughs> podcast is. I think we expanded our reach a little bit. So we did actually hit a lot of the targets that we had, but you're right. We didn't check the singular box of following <laughs> our outline and schedule for the entire year. So we wrote Which is the so whole funny thing. because like literally in my brain right now, I'm talking, I'm thinking, I'm like agreeing with everything you say. I'm like, this is awesome. But then I'm also like, okay, so in two weeks, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> wrapping out the, the exact schedule that we need to check. And so, yeah, maybe it's giving ourselves a little wiggle room for life <laughs> when we yeah. go into 2023. <laughs> so let's talk about it. What are our 2023 Vino and Vagina's intentions? I mean, last year, I think if we were to summarize our intentions, well, maybe the general summary right, was like, just to like create more, to like grow yeah. people in vaginas. And we had an idea of what that really specifically looked like. <laughs> and maybe it doesn't look like that now. But if we. But I, but I think what we did do is we kind of like rebranded and we had this amazing opportunity to you know get excited take photos like figure out what that brand looks like and I know I always get stuck 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 on um oh we should be posting more on social media and stuff but I, I'll be real like Instagram makes me an unhappy person and so it feels like a chore so I think for me and I don't know we haven't even actually talked about this like I still do want Vino Madonna's to be on like social because I think we can reach more people that way but also like that's not going to be the main priority for me and if it comes it comes but I want creating the content and posting it and recording the episodes stuff that I actually like doing 
that's going to be definitely more what I would like to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have now become part of our Vino and Vaginas uh, <laughs> annual business meeting. Uh, <laughs> right? But I think you're... on Instagram as much, but I'll post more, I promise, on actual podcasts. <laughs> the stuff that matters. And I think that, like, directly goes back to what we were talking about, this alignment thing, right? Like, social media doesn't feel good to either of us. And mm-hmm. it feels like this, like, judgy space or where it has to be like flashy and catchy and whatever just to I don't even know get attention or be okay on there yet we keep trying to grow our social media presence like I know two very (laughs) opposing things I Um, know so I think what like we're saying is the audience is going to see more awesome content from us just maybe not on social (laughs) and then when we get to the point then who knows? Maybe we'll have someone take over our social. <laughs> yeah. That all kind of goes, I think, again, we rebranded a little bit this past year, but Vino and Vaginas has always been about bringing accessible information that is useful and practical to women in general or mostly women. But about any topic, about being a woman and the commonalities and common struggles of being women. Um, And so I think that is how we or like, that's what we want to do with Vino and Vaginas. And we keep trying to stuff it into a social media box because that's sort of what's out there and what's so popular now. But I think- But it's not us. No. So 2023, I think we want to find ways we can bring all this like passion and excitement and information to people, but in a way that feels more natural to us. And so what's that look like? I think that looks like more consistent, like podcasts, which we're both like so excited about. Um, And then like growing our resources and our way to engage with people because we want to hear what you guys want to hear. We want to hear what you guys like, what you don't like. We want to bring you, I don't know, resources or courses or challenges or, or something that we can actually like maybe actually chat with you guys more individually and see and help out. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm babbling. You take over. You start <laughs> No, I love that because I think all, so many of our episodes are burst from this place of like personal relatability. No, at least for me, that's usually where inspiration comes from or just something that I'm seeing a lot of. So whether that's just that the algorithms have me figured out or, you know, some divine timing on that, I think being able to connect with our listeners and the people who want this information is just a whole other source of inspiration for us because that's yeah we don't want things that are just relatable to us um we all have very different life experiences and so while there's common things in there it might not strike me as being a topic other people want to hear about so we don't record it um but yeah we want to know about what's going on in your life and how how and this is such a tangent bring it (laughs) this is such a tangent but like but it's not So you talked about, you know, what you see, maybe it's the algorithm, but the truth is the way our media works right now is we never see opinions that are different than ours. Like we literally 
only see the things that are congruent with the way that we think. So we are never challenged, right? A Facebook knows that we like people who are liberal, who are body positive, who X, Y, Z. And that's the only shit we see. And that's true of Instagram and, and Twitter. So we're never, ever, ever hearing things that we wouldn't actually seek out and find. But then that goes to like, there are so many things that we don't even know we don't know. So how are we going to learn this stuff unless someone like you and I bring it to your attention? So we need to step out of the algorithm or the matrix or whatever we're calling it. <laughs> yeah, which that's exactly what I mean. So we need you guys to give us ideas that are outside of our little algorithmed boxes. Um, and I think social media, while that is a pretty obvious platform where people can interact with us, it's, yeah. we will check our messages even if we don't post <laughs> for us all this ragging we're doing on instagram and social media like please reach out to us on social media <laughs> oh yeah we're active on there unfortunately too active just not active and actually posting content <laughs> yeah we're just consuming content <laughs> so give us more content from your algorithms and feeds to consume that'll spice ours up a little and maybe bring you exactly. guys some cool episodes for 2023 I think that's awesome yeah I think these are good goals I mean sure we have to maybe you know specific specific them up <laughs> make them a little more specific and all oh my that god that, that just brought me so many flashbacks of creating smart, smart goals, goals in school <laughs> I just I felt like, ugh, like goals just suddenly felt heavy time a well you're an a you don't have to spell smart no wait i didn't spell it, spell it right i used a t s to t Okay, you're right. Like, what is the next letter? <laughs> oh my god, you guys. It is a day, I think. Spelling <laughs> not my strong suit. Can you tell it's the end of the holiday week? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like this. I like this. We have some pretty great goals for the for the podcast, for our personal lives. I think it's amazing. Yeah, and I think to just kind of sum it all up for what we maybe learned and are hoping to bring into 2023, maybe I'm speaking for both of us, so you can piggyback on this however you might, but is that these intentions or goals or whatever we want to call them, if they're not in alignment with our values and like real desires, they're really just creating more like stress and strain in our lives. So maybe looking at, you know, the classic, I want to get in shape goal or New Year's resolution. Yeah. Like, okay, why? Like, what does that do mm -hmm. for you? What does that mean about you? What does getting in shape give for you? Or how does that get you closer to the feeling or the life or the whatever you want? And maybe that's where we all need to start with these New Year's resolutions is, yeah, put social media down for a minute. So you're not getting yeah. all the back to the gym. In Should, yep um and think about like yeah how do you really want to feel in 2023 and what kind of things would support that or how do you embody that feeling going into 2023 <laughs> yeah and how do you stay in alignment and I think it's like if you don't know what your values are that's okay too and that is something that I think a lot of people like oh this I should value this or I identify as someone who values this 
but then you don't actually know the why right like you don't actually know it it's more of like a received value from instagram or social media or your your group of people or who knows or you just think that's what you should but if you actually do the reflection and and think about what you truly want maybe that isn't what you value and that is okay we don't have to value the same things right um yeah I just did a coaching session with my own coach about what my real and true values are as opposed to these sort of should values and man it was eye-opening so highly recommend starting there with people you know not necessarily with a coach but if you're looking for a coach uh we can help you find one of those um absolutely but yeah just sitting down with your values and like what are they because um, one I think a lot of us you know everyone should be honest and in, have good integrity and all of that kind of stuff but maybe those aren't really meaningful values to you um so yeah I think Cassie's right kind of sitting down with your values is a great place to start um in really. those intentions or resolutions and it might be something that surprises you like Lynn's and I were chatting like financial goals earlier before we hit record and like I mean, a goal for me always has been to, you know, have enough money to live comfortably and not have debt. And like, if you really break down the why of that, it actually has no bearing on the money itself. It's that, you know, we grew up without a lot of money. It's always been a struggle. And it comes down to, I want to have enough money that my brain doesn't go 800 miles an hour, 22 of the hours of the day, because I'm worrying about X, Y, Z. So really having money for me is more about having calm like it has nothing right like it has it's having a calm mind and that's nothing to do with the financial and then the truth is you can find a calm mind like totally separate from finances once you have again like the tools and strategies which like someone like a coach or a psychologist can help you with um so maybe your reason for a goal when you actually break it down it's actually a totally different thing than you thought it was and there's other ways to achieve it and you know, chasing the like green or whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and by green, I mean money. <laughs> I don't mean other types of green. <laughs> I mean, whatever you use your money for is your business. Uh, but yeah, that's such, oh man, money is such a good example because I think you're right. A lot of us aren't chasing money for this sense of wealth necessarily. It's for a sense of security. Yeah. And if you really dive into that, like that might take you a few different places, but that usually is not going to end in your goal being, I want a raise. Exactly. It usually is something that's so much more meaningful and impactful once you unpack that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think we went on a few tangents, but I think there's some good stuff here. And I'm so curious, like what everybody else's New Year's (laughs) intentions are and like, yeah, like in terms of our audience, are you guys setting New Year's goals or what are they called? Resolutions? Are you setting like a January goal? Are you setting what is it about 2023 that you're looking forward to? You could be like me and Lynn's where basically our mottos is do things that feel good, do things that feel bad and do it consistently. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I love that. Actually, that is my going to be my resolution. Do things that feel good and do them consistently. It's perfect. Consistency, I think, is 
where a lot of us lack, especially our all or nothing people. <laughs> and on that note, you guys will also see more consistency from us this year. <laughs> that is our intention for Vino and Vaginas. We are so excited, but seriously, tell us what you want to hear and we'll make sure it happens. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Happy New Year, everybody. Well, Happy New Year to an amazing 2023 to come. Bye.